He gave it to the one who was going to continue mixing it because blood cannot become, blood, as you know, coagulates quickly and it's not supposed to become coagulated, it's supposed to be viscous. How's that for a good word this morning? And the, he would put it on the Rovid Haravi Shebehechal, Kadesh Lo Yikrosh. Now, when it says Rovid Haravi Shebehechal, the Imam is going to talk about this right away. It's not descriptive. We don't know if it's the Rovid Haravi from the Hechal inwards or from the Hechal outwards. Okay? The expression Shebehechal seems to say it's the Rovid Haravi within the Hechal. Then, let's see, take a look at Rashi right away. Because these are all different sections of the Mishnah. The Mishnah Mumaris Megizbo. Megiz means to stir. Shalom Yikros, Kishiyisham, sorry, when, uh, if you will wait, Anshatas, Avodas and Katoras, Kamasha Saduras, the Parsha, he's going to wait until we're going to do the Katoras, which is mentioned in the Parsha, it's going to end up being congealed, and then you can't spritz it anymore. The entire floor of the Beis HaMikdash is made in lines, meaning tablos, tablets, avne shaysh, shaysh is, uh, is marble. Mechol shura v'shura karuya roven. Every line, every row is called a roven. Because and we thought to say, the simple reading of the Mishnah would be Sheba Hechel, which means within the Hechel, means on the fourth row, the going inwards within the Hechel. That's what it means to say. Now, then afterwards, uh, let's go back to the Mishnah. Note now. Is the fourth line of the Mishnah. Noto Machta, he takes the, um, the fendel, the, um, the shovel container. I know you said it in English, but the fire container. The Ola Lerosham is This is the container which is going to hold the Gecholim. So it's the, it's, it's that the, uh, the pan that, that holds the Gecholim. So he goes, he goes up. And he moves away the Gacholim, Elich Velich here and there. He takes from the ones that are eaten up, the ones that are burned up, the, the inner ones. Okay? He goes down and puts it on the Rovadaravi Sheba Azara. Since it's clear, Rovadaravi Sheba Azara is in the Azara itself. Take a look at Rashi. Machta Gacholim, it's a pan for Gacholim, and Ichaman Shiachman Gatoras, Mitlatoka Kaf. He leaves it there until he's ready to take a handful of Gatoras and uh, take a, a bunch of Gatoras and put into the Kaf. We'll see in the next part of the Mishnah how much Gatoras he put in, how large the Kaf was. And the Achagat, the Achagat is Kafu Machalafnim, and he would take the Kaf of the Machalafnim, and while he was inside, he would put the 
Ketores onto the Machda. Okay. Now the Gemara Mishnah tells us a whole bunch of differences between the Goen Gogol's behavior on Yom Kippur to what he did during the rest of the year. So let's take a look. Mechal and this was all, most of this was done in order to spare the Kohen Gadol um, uh, strength. He needed to, it was a very long and hard day for the Kohen Gadol. Remember, he didn't sleep the night before, and then all the avoda had to be done by the Kohen Gadol himself. So they wanted to make things as light and easy for him as possible. Let's see what it, how it goes. Mechal Yom this is not, that's not the reason for this one. Every day he would take Gecholim in a pan of silver and he would pour into a pan of gold. Today, this day, he would take gold and take a pan of gold and he would use that pan. It wouldn't be much reason to change pans. He would use a pan of gold from beginning to end. Okay, let's take a look at Rashi. That part of it is because of the weakness of the coin gadol, but the gold and silver, we'll see soon why the rest of the year they didn't have a pan of gold pouring into a, another pan of gold. Let's take a look at Rashi. Why was silver and not gold? And Vayom here, time of the Yomakipur, all these reasons have to do, have to do with the the preserving the strength, the weakness of the Kohen, preserving the strength of the Kohen Gadol. Bechalyom, so he would keep that same pan of gold, and that would be the pan that he would use to go into the Lefnai Lefnim. Bechalyom, Chote Bishel Arboaz Kavim. Every day he would pour into a pan of four Kavim. Um, he would, I'm sorry, not four, he would scoop up in a pan of four common, umare, and he would pour into something. Look at look at the Bach. Umare bitoch, shell. He puts in takes the word takes the word takes the letter lamet puts in a base and he adds in the word shell. Umare bitoch shell, shloshes carbon. Bahayom chote, and today bishel shloshes carbon. Okay. So he says like this: Every single day, Mara, uh, he would he would uh, he would scoop up uh, four carbon worth, and he would pour into another pan which had three carbon. And today he would on Yom Kippur he would scoop up with a three carbon pan, and he would bring that three carbon pan to the Beis Hamikdash. Now, Rabbi Yosi Yomer, Rabbi Yosi says, "Bechol Yomos Echote B'Shel Sa'ah Umara B'Tok Shloshes Carbon." So uh, six, there are six carbon, six carbon to a saw. So every day he would scoop up a saw's worth and he would pour into three carbon. He doesn't disagree with um, with uh, with the Kongal Yom Kippur. He just says that it was one more. Every day you say it was four to three. But today, but uh, but I disagree with you. I say it was um, six to three. Okay. Every day of the year, the Ketores pan was heavy. Today was a light-skinned pan 
uh, also because the Chosh of the Kandala. Every day, the hand was, the handle was short. And the Kippur was a long handle because he could put it underneath his, his, his shoulder, his armpit, and he could use his body to be able to carry it. Let's take a look at Rashi. You could put his hand underneath his, his armpit and his hand is going to be able to help him. His arm will help him carry it. Okay. Uh, let's see a little further. This is nothing to do with weakness of the going gadol. This is do, has to do with the 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 look of it. Every day, the gold was... Uh, Yorok does not mean green, by the way. In, in, as Tosis points out in Masechus Nida, the word Yorok in Hebrew means yellow. Yes, yes. Yorok means yellow. But in Hebrew, if you want to say green, you say Yorok Kikarti. Karti is like a, a leek, which is green, right? Type of lettuce. So you say Yorokokarti, that's what you say. So in every 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 day, the gold was a yellowish gold, and today it was a reddish gold. Give Rabbi Menachem. So says Rabbi Menachem. They, he, in every day, he would give, the Ketoros would be divided into two. One pras, one measurement's worth would be in the morning, and another measurement would be in the afternoon. And today he added a palm's worth of Ketoros, with a little bit more than half of, than uh, the normal measurement. Mechol yom, hayusa danka. Oh, one second, let's see one Rashi. Um, two Rashi's. Rashi says, pras chatsi mana, half of a mana in the morning, half in the afternoon. Mosem lochav neshemachlis lefnayim lefnim levan mi pras shachus v'shal arvis hanita l'mazbeach apanimi. Besides that, um, what was given, you would also add an extra malo chafna. Now, b'chol yom, every day, the guitarist was ground finely. They would put it into the grinder again and make it super dark. Okay? That's what they did. Now, uh, let's see Rashi. That which they were bringing in, he would put into, he would, uh, assuming some of the Katoras was done, on, let's just be clear, the regular Katoras is done every single day, was done on the Mizbeach and Katoras, on the Mizbeach, which was done inside the Kodesh. But there was an added extra that was done So Rashi points out it wasn't the uh, the 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 katoris that's done every day. It's the malochafnav, the palmful, the the uh, double, you know, the the handful of 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 uh, of katoris that's brought That was re-put into the machtashas in order for it to be super dark. Take a look at Rashi. You'll see. 
shows the mountains, the fire of them, that part of the chorus was brought inward. It was re put into the Machteshes on Erev Yom Kippur and it was done really finely. Okay? Now let's see a little further. Towards the end of the Mishnah, 13 lines from the bottom of the page. Becholyom, Kohanim Olim B'Mizrach Oshel Kaves, B'Yordin B'Marovo. And they will go to the Mayrav. Now, the reason they did that, um, let's finish this before I get to reasons. He went up in the middle of the Gavesh, and he went down in the middle of the Kavesh. Kohen would always go up on the Mizrach. I remember how it went. You're coming in, and you're going from Mizrach to Mayrav. So the first part of the Mizrach that you're going to see is the east. But you don't enter from the east. You, the ramp from which, uh, to, from which you go up to the Mizbeach was on the south side. So when you went up on the south side, to your right would be Mizrach. Remember, we said that you're supposed to turn right. So therefore, the Kohanim went up on the right side of the ramp, and then they would make their turn to the right, towards the east, and that's the way they would they would go around the circumference of the base of Mizrach. So when they would go down, they would necessarily go on the on the western side, because that is the sharp right turn that they would make. And besides the fact, they went on the eastern side would cause havoc, two-way traffic. So the so the coin goggle went up in the middle and went down in the middle. We'll see soon why he went up. Well, Rashi is going to tell us anyway, but why he went up in the middle and down in the middle. Rabbi Yehuda says, Every day, and Kohen Gadol went up to the, in the middle and went down in the middle. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at Rashi. Okay? Rashi is about 14 lines from the end of the Mishnah in Rashi. Kohen Gadol go on the eastern side of the ramp. The Mizrach is to the right of the one that's going up, Sharei, part of Litzafon. When you're going up the ramp, the ramp is on the southern side. You're going to, you're going from south to north. So Mizrach is on your right. Since all turns are supposed to be to the right, the, it's not correct for him to not derecheretz him to take a larger turn, take a smaller turn. And the width of the Olkevish is um, 16 amas, which is a considerable amount. According to the Chazonish, that's 32 feet wide, which is plenty. Um, Ola bin Mizrach, he would go up on the right side of that, and he would circum, he would uh, uh, he would go around the Mizbeach, uh, make a circumference around the Mizbeach to do his work. There was a vote. He would be going down on his left, the left that he was going up, on the western side. Vayom, but today, 
on Yom Kippur, Kohen Gadol, Marek Vodo, he shows his honor. Because remember, he represents Kal Yisrael. With Chibansam Shal Yisrael, and the love of Kal Yisrael. Shuluchan, he is their agent. Votas Muka Ben Bias. He makes himself like he is a Ben Bias. Like, you know, he's a, like a, if a person's a Ben Bias, meaning he's an adopted child, so to speak. He's, he's in the house. So he uses the fridge, he sits down in the chairs without asking. If you're a guest, you don't you don't go into the fridge, you don't go into the kitchen. So but here he he's like a Ben Bias from a village Marco. So he he shows this by going up in the middle of the ramp and going down in the middle of the ramp. The mountain He's going up to the Mizbeach in order to to go around the Mizbeach. Uh, for example, the Matan Damim of Timidim to do the Matan Damim of Timidim and Musaf and the Musaf, the Elo of Elo Am, Mankiv is Kolakavesh, Lutzorach, Ushalolotzorach. He goes around the whole ramp, the part that's needed, the part that's not needed, meaning he'll make a larger turn. Even though if he goes up in the middle, then he's got to make a larger turn to the right. So, okay. He's, to show the honor of Kali Yisrael, he will do that. Even though your average Kohen, if you would be walking up would be well to the right of him, he would go up in the middle just to show the Cheshivas. Now, we're going to see the Marachos, a good portion of the Gemara from here to the end of the barrack, is going to discuss the Marachos. Oh, wait one second. Before we get to the Marachos, B'choyom, Every day the coin level, like any other coin, would sanctify his hands and feet from the kir, the dedicated basin in the azara used to, uh, to sanctify hands and feet. But Vayom today was different. He would use they would give him a, a pitcher of water that was collected from the kir and it was made out of gold and he would use that. To, um, to to sanctify his hands and feet. He didn't didn't have to walk all the way through the Azara each time he was sanctifying his hands and feet and then come back. It would be quite a distance it would, it would tire him out. Every day, the Kohen Gadol, I suppose because of his chashivas, would be offered a kitten of Zahav and he would use Kiddushadam Raglan from Kiddushal Zahav. Every day, there were four pyres on the Mizbeach. But on Yom Kippur, there were five pyres. That's from Meir's opinion. Every day, there were three pyres. And that day on Yom Kippur, there were four. Every day, there were only two pyres. And today, there are three. The two pyres, we already learned the two pyres. One was the grand pyre that was used to burn all the cabanos. The other one was the pyre for the ketores. So that's, as far as that's concerned, every single day, why Rabbi Yossi held three and why Rabbi Meir held four. That's a discussion of the Gemara. Arba Marachos says Rashi, Mefarish, big Gemara. That's going to be discussed later on in the Gemara. Now, first the Gemara is going to discuss the very beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, 
If you go back to the beginning, it says, Shachdo v'kibul mitzvah gazdamo, he shechted it and he took with that container the blood, meaning he shechted his power. Menosim, he gave it to Mishra Mamari's bow, he gave it to the one who was going to the Kohen, who was going to stir it. On the fourth row of marble in the Heichel, so it shouldn't be um, congealed. Now, when it says a rover of as we said when we learned the Mishnah, the connotation seems to mean that it's within the Heichel. Count four tiles, four rows in the Heichel inside, and then put it there. Now, that's a problem. Now, the Mara asks, Vaksiv. It says in the Pasik, all people, nobody, no human, can be in the Olamoin when he is there. So you're going to put it there, and another coin is going to be there stirring it. That is against the Pasik. Let's take a look at Rashi. We learn later on in the Sugya, during the time of the Katharis, nobody else is allowed to be in, even the Kodesh. There's a discussion, you could even be but you can't, certainly cannot be in the Kodesh when anybody else is there. So when the Kohen Gadol is doing the Katharis, then there's another person in there who is stirring the blood uh, making sure that it's not covered. So how could it be that you, that you put it there so that the other coin should be there but the coin goggle is going to be doing the Qataris and nobody else is allowed to be there? So the Mara says, um, you're telling me you stir it on the fourth row of the Hegel? That cannot be. So the Mara says, um, Tani Shel Heichal. Don't learn, don't learn Shebbeheichal, which connotes within the Heichal. Learn Shel Heichal, meaning count four rows from outside the Heichal and put it there. And then the Kohen is going to start. Okay? And we'll see later about that. When he goes out of the Hechel into the Azara Mona, SRO, then he counts the, the rows. This is the fourth one of the Hechel. Okay. That's what he did. So let's just get things straight. He shechted the Paro. He took, he was Makabala blood with this Mizrak. And somebody else actually finished off the shrita for him, but he was able to mekabel the blood with a mizrak, with a certain kind of a keli. He placed the keli down on the fourth row from the heichal, and then somebody else had a stirring rod, and he uh, he, he stirred it so it wasn't karish while the coin gadol went in and did the ketores. Now. Let's take a look further. Tana um, Rabbana says the Rabbana. Now we're going to explore this point. Person cannot be in the Oal Moed. Yachol Afbazar. 
maybe I would think that a person can't be in any of the Azara. That's it. Everyone has to leave the base of English, essentially. Look at Rashi on top. A person shouldn't be standing because you're When the Kohen Gadol offers the Gatoras inside, maybe everyone has to leave the entire base of English. You cannot, nobody could be in the OL Moed. Okay? So you have to be outside the OL Moed. Now the Mara says, How do you know? This, this passage is talking about the old Moed in the Midbar. How do you know this is pertinent to future generations? Shiloh, when the Mishkan was, was set up in Shiloh, how do you know that you're not allowed to um, be in the Oel Moed when the Kohen Gadol is offering the Fnai of Nim, or Uves Olamim, or in the base of Migdash, certainly in the base of Migdash forever? How do you know Minayan? How do we know that no one's allowed to be there? Malomas, it says, Makodesh. It says, Kol Adam Le'yebal Mo'ehe Bivoho Le'chaper Bakodesh And say so, was M'chaper in the Kodesh And in Shiloh and Beis Olamim They were also Kodesh So therefore you can't be in there So the Pasuk connotes Nowhere can, can he be <coughs> Can anyone be Um, we don't know. We only know that nobody's allowed to be in the Olamoe when you're offering the Ketores. When the Kohen Gadol goes in, he also goes in not just to offer the Ketores, to put the Ketores onto the onto the Gecholim. He also goes in to sprinkle the Dam in front of the the um, the Kapores, in front of the uh, the, the uh, you know, in Kodesh, it does that too. So how do you know that nobody else is allowed to be in the Oel Moed when he is there? Minayin, Tamalomer, Mivaole Chaper, when he comes to Mechaper. So the Ketoros the is not, the, the one that's, the thing that's Mechaper is the Dam, the Dam is Mechaper. So the person can't be into the Kodesh when he's coming to be Mechaper, which is, connotes also the Dam of the Parah, which is Mechaper. Now, all I know is that nobody's allowed to be there when he goes in. Okay, but but when he's in already, maybe then people could go in and escort him as he leaves. I'd say so. That's it. That's the end of this Gemara. Let's take a look at Rashi. Um, now, it doesn't say in the Pasik. All it says in the Pasik is, uh, it doesn't say the word Ketores. This is the word Kapara. But I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's referring to the Ketores. And we have to have a Limud to tell me from the word Lechaber that's referring to Matan Damim. How do you know that? So Rashi says, how do we know that it refers to the Kedoros? Maybe it only refers to Matan Damim. Default is Kedoros. How do you know that? Okay. Now, the Gemara says a little bit further. The Gemara says, 
what does it say? Mechiper ba'ado. He shall be mechaper. Ba'ado means for himself. And for his family. So what do we see from here? Kaparoso, mechaper on himself, kodemis, is before. Mechaparos beso, his family. Mechaparos beso, and the family, being mechaper on himself, kaper on his family, kodemis, mechaparos achivakonim. Mechaparos achivakonim, kodemis, mechaparos kol, kal Yisrael. Okay? That's a Rashi. That's what the, the, the Pazik says. So, um, the Pazik says, um, So, and it doesn't say specifically the Kohanim, but it's included. So his Kabbalah comes before his family. His family comes before his Achav Kohanim, and the Kohanim come before the rest of Kal Yisrael. Now let's change topic. We're going to get to that question that Rashi brought down earlier. How do you know that the Pasuk is talking about Katoris at all? So the Pasuk says, I'm Amar. All I know is that you have to be out of the Olamoe during the, the Katara. My Mashima, where does, how do you know that from the Pasuk? Excuse me. Amar Ravah. Rabbi says, We just said this passing. He's Mechaber for himself, Avad Beisam for his family, Uva'ad Kol Kahal Yisrael, and for all of Kahal Yisrael. Now, what does that mean? He is a Kapara. What kind of Kapara? For what a Vera? Sheshavalo, Uva Beisam, Lochavakonim, what kapara is necessary is going to be equal for himself, for his family, for a kohenim, for all of Chal Yisrael. I would say that this is the katara. It cannot be the Matan Damim because it, it didn't work for all of Chal Yisrael. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi is the third Rashi from the top. You want to say it's Matan Damim? In Shavabakulam, it's the Matandamim is not intended to be Machapar for everybody. Shapar, Machapar Allah. The power is Machapar himself. And on the Kohanim. But what is Machapar in Kalah Yisrael? Not the power. Vasi'ir is Machapar Yisrael. So if you want to tell me that the Kapara, which normally Kapara refers to Matandamim, you want to tell me that the Kapara over here refers to Matandamim, well, that's not so Pashit because the Pasuk connotes. That's a kapara, that this one kapara is a kapara for everyone. And it isn't true because not this kapara of ma'andamim of the of the par uh, is not is not um, is not for him, it's not for all of Kali Israel. For all of Kali Israel is the seer. So that's why it has to be something else, the Qataris. Now, this is an interesting thing that we find that the Qataris is machaper. Normally we have ma'andamim being machaper. But the Qatar was being Mahaper? Well, yes. Let's look. You have a question, Henry? I was just wondering on a, on, on a normal day, the Qatar is, it does it also Mahaper? Let's take a look. Okay. Um, Nagamara says, the Qatar what's the Aleph in the Bach? 
the guitar is me. The Bach puts in um, puts in the word me. That's Henry's question. The guitar is me mechaperes. The guitar is is it mechaper? The Gemara says in yes, it certainly is. How do we know that? The ha Tani Rab Chanina. Chanina says the magnu the guitar is shemechaperes. We learn from the following pasuk that the guitar is mechaper. How do you know shenema? This is a pasik in the Midbo when Kalayazov was Chotep. So Moshe Rabbeinu told um, Aram, take the guitarist, put it into the Gechalim, scoop up Gechalim from his bath, take the guitarist, put it in, run outside, and stand between, uh, and stand on the forefront of Kalayaz He was between the Malach Maves and Kalayaz and the Negev is going to stop. So you see, he was mechaper on the on the um. So you see that the guitarist is mechaperes. Okay. Now the Gemara says this: the ton of the Bayer Bishmol. In the yeshiva, Rabbi Shmuel was learned. What specific avera is the guitarist mechaper? So the Gemara says, Al-Loshon Hara. It's Mechaper on Loshon Hara. Now, what's the need the Kanegi? Most of the, why is it fitting that the guitarist should be Mechaper on Loshon Hara? Yavo, Davor, Shabachashai, Mechaper, Amaisa Chashai. The a person should, uh, a, a, something, the guitarist, which is something which is Mechashai, it's not done outside in front of everybody, it's done with Nim. In a, in a hidden place. That action, that thing, is going to mechaper al maisa chashoi, an action that happens mechashoi, which means lashon hara. I just thought that it's interesting the Gemara calls it maisa chashoi. Maisa connotes usually an action. It should have ostensibly said, and something that happens quietly, meaning, let me just explain the Gemara first before I tell you my insight. Um, lashon hara, is usually done quietly. Reuven and Shimon schmooze about Levi, not in front of Levi. They schmooze not in front of him about something that Levi did. But so it should have said really Devar But the Amara says the word Meisachashai because people. My my thought is that people shouldn't think that Lashon Hara is simply. It, it's a statement, big deal. All I did was I said something. I didn't do anything. But it isn't true because when a person, when two people talk. Actions happen. Somebody says Lashon Hara about somebody else, then uh, that, that, that person can end up losing his job and action. You can, uh, um, uh, other things can happen. A person could, could cause things to happen. Very often does. So that's what it says. Um, let's take a look before we go any further. Let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi, the first of the thin lines, Al Lashon Hara. This case when Aaron came out um, uh, and, and, and put the guitarists between Klai Yisrael and the Malach HaMavis, that was in the aftermath of, of, of Korach, when Klai Yisrael was upset at Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, HaMashem. You, Moshe and Aaron, caused the death of, of part of Klai Yisrael. Take a look at Rashi. You caused the death of the nation of Klai Yisrael. 
as Rashi says, Lashon Hara Mechashayu. Mostly, Lashon Hara is done Bechashayim. So that's why it's called Lashon, uh, that's why Katares is, is, um, is Mechaper on it. Let's just see another couple of lines and Mitchum will pick up on this Gemara, um, will chaz at this point of the Gemara from, uh, from here. But let's just give a bit of a preview, okay? So, Tanan Hasam. This is what we're going to discuss tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. It says in a Mishnah in Caleb, Parson, Parson, they, Parson, they separate Mibena Ulam from Mizbeach Mishasa Katara. The Ulam was, was a lobby in, by the Kodesh, meaning when he walked into the Kodesh, going towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim, he wouldn't go into the Kodesh directly. You go into an area called an ulam. We've discussed this before. The ulam was like a lobby. There was nothing in the ulam. There was no shulchan there. There was no mezbeach. There was no menorah. There was just an empty space. And you'd walk in there. I mean, the, the connotation is you don't walk from the outside to the inside just in one shot. There's an ulam. There's, a, there's an ante room to prepare yourself to walk in. That was true. You're walking in from the Azara, which is holy. And you're going into the to, to something else, you're already there in the, some places which is holy, but this is you're going into the Kodesh, which is even holier. So you don't go into such an enormously holy place like the Kodesh without just having a, a, an area in, in between. It's also covered for the Kodesh to have something before it. That was called the Ulam. Then you walked into the Kodesh. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Lazar says, so, so uh, it says in the Mishnah, you leave not only the the, um, the 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 kodesh. Nobody's allowed to be there, but you can't even be in the area from the ulam until the mizbeach b'shasak uh, uh, And we'll see what Abelazah says tomorrow. How he explains it, and we'll continue on this in Medrash Hashem uh, in the morning. Have a wonderful day. Can I ask, can I ask a 